Thank you for listening to the program. In Luke, um, after the two men possessed that he delivered them, and one wanted to go with him, but he told him to return and tell everyone, and he did throughout the whole city and the country. Uh, he told what the Lord had had done for him. And this woman here um, is the next example. This uh, Jairus, uh, a ruler of the synagogue, came and asked him to come and heal his 12-year-old daughter, the only one he had, just like the widow's son, the only son. And there, uh, the widow, or it doesn't record anybody ask him anything. He saw the widow. He saw what was happening. He knew them. I mean, like he knew man. And But he went to her and had compassion and healed her son, told him to set up, took him by the hand, delivered her. Uh, uh, him to her now here uh, his daughter 12 years old he does he takes her by the hand and says to arise and delivered her as it were to her parents and told them not to tell anyone but but this woman here is not just a little incident to me I because it starts out with the ruler of the synagogue Joyce was one of them uh, like I the under impression I got was like the pastor, uh, first assistant pastor, second assistant pastor, music director, a worship leader, all that. And But he was the one that controlled the ceremonies or, or made sure it was in order or something like He was one of the rulers of the synagogue. He was a ruler. But he came, and I guess he would have people known who he was, but I want to bring out he came and said, come to my house, my daughter's even, she lay a-dying, and the other Gospels, Matthew and Mark, or those two record all three of them, and Luke, and it, it says there that um, he said, my daughter is even dead now, and then that's where, when he was uh, speaking, the the servant from his house came and said, trouble not the master. Your daughter's dead. But Jesus heard what he said and said, Fear not. Believe in me, and she'll be made whole. And so this idea, I, I don't want to make too much of it, but I think it is. It, it does help me make it more real in what happened was that trouble not the master. So he was, you put all these counts, he was teaching, and this happened many times, like the people coming down through the roof uh, uh, with the man on a stretcher letting him down. They interrupted him, and this man came and fell before him while he was teaching and interrupted him. And that's why his servant, I don't know, the thing was, you didn't just go up and touch and interrupt no more than like the president of a company or something given, uh, uh, you're not going to, uh, excuse me, sir, I, I had a question I need to ask you about, something that don't have to do with what you're talking about, but, but I want you, you just wouldn't do that. But so these, I'm trying to point out, this man, my daughter is the only one I got, and she's dead now even. She was at the point of death when I left to come to you. And so people were 
not I, I don't think I would understand like Peter said the multitude is all around you trying to touch you and you ask who touched you and how is that possible to even say but he obviously was talking about the woman said somebody touched me though because I perceive that power is gone out of me virtue but it means it's the word actually you probably hear dunamis and dynamite the power but but that's gone out of me um and that's what he meant by who touched me another in i think mark he says that he said who touched my clothes <laughs> he knew that see he he knew this woman it wasn't a surprise to him and it says she came in from behind the crowd like kind of because she was unclean i should go ahead and say that and realize that she had an issue of blood and no matter what or where or how uh, uh you were unclean especially in that way as a woman if that's what it was but it was continual and hemorrhaging and wouldn't stop. It could be any issue. But you go back and look at blood and you go, life is in the blood. And his blood, obviously, uh, was divine. Now, the blood of an animal covered sin. And it going back to the garden, the blood of the lambs or, I guess, the animals he sl- slew and took their garments and put them on Adam and Eve. Can you imagine that sight? <laughs> blood? And... It, it wasn't the blood as it were, the skins as it were. It was the life of the animal that was innocent, was given, and it covered their sin. But it can't take it away. But his life that he gave for us, and it, the blood is divine, and it's part of it. I give my blood and my body. But he himself, he said, I was dead. And his life was given not to cover our sin, but um, to forgive it. So the idea of blood, he shed man's blood, your blood shed. And you couldn't drink the blood of an animal after the flood. They were allowed to eat it before, after the garden, before the flood. I don't, they weren't allowed to, only time they would kill an animal would be when they, every year or so, whenever it was, I don't know. But they were faithful to that. Um, Abel and Adam and Eve, Cain's one didn't like that. Uh, bloodshed or whatever he thought why didn't fruit work why do you have to kill that animal well a lot of people say peter even said why do you have to die (laughs) the lord said you're like that's satanic peter you don't even know what you're saying if i didn't die you would never have life in you and i remember as i thought well i'm alive even when I was 20 years old, I'm alive, and I don't believe in Christ as the way to be saved. I don't understand that. doesn't make sense to me. But how can I be dead? I'm alive. And it's not symbolic. It's really, truly compared to being God. We're not God, and in that way, we're dead as far as God is really the only life that there is. He's, I am existing eternal life. It's not... Uh, that we have eternal life, we're going to live forever. Even lost people or say any spirit made like that is not going to be snuffed out. But he is not, he doesn't live forever. It's both ways. He's always been and is and always will be. He is self-existing. I am means I exist. We can't say that because we have a beginning. 
we're a creature until he lives in our heart. And that's the promise of the Spirit. And these people knew that and looked for that and had for thousands of years since he told Adam and Eve, uh, the seed, a, a child will be born and overturn this and crush the head of Satan. And, all, and he did that. And when it came, fullness of time came, he was born uh, of a woman. But I honestly... I don't see how that I even, I have to believe he was divine, perfect body, soul, and spirit, blood, and all. So when he gave his life for us, it forgives us not just of sin, but makes it possible then to forgive us for being a sinner, as it were, and I will give you my heart, take out the old heart and give you a new heart. I will put my spirit in you. Now, these people look for that and knew that. We know that day because it happens instantly when you believe. Uh, it's all a, a simultaneous event, but it's of him, and like he said, it, and the faith this woman had, he said, your faith has made you whole. Well, the faith comes from him because if you're believing in him as God, that's like when he came into my heart that moment I'll never forget um, when I was 28 years old uh, when he it was like I knew that was him and the faith came that I had to believe in him it's like somebody you know and hadn't seen for a while come and stand at the door and hey Bob how you doing well do you believe it's me well, yeah, because I see you. I know you. I know who you are, what you look like. And so when he came into I knew it was him. I just knew. And, and so the faith came from knowing that. So her faith came from that made her whole would have been in him, from him, and through him. And she, I believe, was a believer, obviously. And, and so she believed and knew he was able to touch her and heal her. And she was part of the crowd standing there, and they were listening to him. She was unclean, like a leper. She was not supposed to, to touch people and this and that, much less uh, uh, the rabbi, the great rabbi, the teacher. And, and yet, though, and Jarius comes there and troubled him. And that servant, it's just interesting to me where he said, uh, don't trouble the master anymore. And, and, and so I think it's something that it, they couldn't help but want to touch him and be close to him. And the crowd even threatened to by force take him and, and make him be king because he wasn't doing it. They wouldn't, and they were going to make him uh, do it. But, of course, he just told them to stand down and sent him away. And uh, I still believe anybody that knew him then would say, you know, when he looks at you and tells you, to get out of the way you do. <laughs> you don't fight. You, you can't. You don't even. Uh, they even tried to lay hands on him. And they can't. They couldn't. Even those that were insane enough to his enemies to try. So the people were constantly. And, and John and them were close up constantly every day watching him. And living and spend the day and eat with him every day and all that. These people. As much wherever he was at, people knew it. Instantly, you had a crowd. So this woman comes in behind, it says, and works in there and says within herself, kind of like the centurion, I'm not even worthy to come to your my house. You just say the word and he'll be healed. 
And so this woman, I believe she felt that way, uh, like the leper, I could fall down in front of him, and but I'm not worthy to cause an issue like that. Now, Joris, he's a ruler of the synagogue. Well, okay, but I don't think she felt, she had faith, if I can just touch his clothes, then I'll be healed. And that's what happened. And then it, he said, who touched my clothes? And here in Luke, it's who touched me. And she came in behind and touched his clothes. And immediately, her issue of blood stopped. And the Lord said, he stopped. So you can imagine, everybody stops. Though I don't care, hundreds of, uh, who knows how many people in the multitude followed. Everybody stopped because he stopped. Then he said, who touched me? And Peter always, you know, I guess the one kind of in control uh, there and speaking for them, like, who, are, who, who do you say I am? Peter said. And so here, well, Master, the multitude throngs you. And that is a word that means to crowd, but you could put meta in front of it, like that means metamorph, I don't know, or para, paramedic, uh, beside, or, or with. But soon is the one you, but it means they're all but on top of you, piling on. Uh, they're throng, and you ask me who touched you? And the Lord said, no, I perceive that power. And so when the woman and all of them denied, he said, who touched me? And when all denied, because they kind of knew they weren't, but they couldn't help it, that kind of thing. But it's like the little child come unto me, you know. But uh, I don't know. This is so real when you make it that way. You put yourself here. Can you imagine this happening? Even be that woman or, or that girl or the parents or just a crowd. But anyway, uh, she saw he's looking around kind of like he did, I think, with the Pharisees. He looked upon them with anger. He knew what they were doing. And he said to the man, stand up and stretch forth your hand. And it was healed. But here he looked around and all denied. No, we didn't. We didn't do it. Oh, it's, you're not, you know, and when the woman saw that she was not hid, I think he was looking at her saying, who touched me? And she would, oh, he's looking at me. He knows. And so he, she came trembling, fell down before him and told him all why she had touched him. I know I'm unclean, but now I'm not. I'm healed. I'm not unclean anymore. You've healed me you've as it were saved me and i think she believed he says be of good comfort be of good cheer your faith that comes from the spirit of god i still believe that as he said that you believe in me and that faith that you exercise just touch him that i think is almost like to me next to the centurion is you know i'm not worthy you come under my house just say the word that you don't have to come here and touch anybody and for her, I don't have to fall down in front of him. I'd be lucky if they didn't kick me out of the way being unclean. I think people knew who she was, just like the woman of Samaria and, and the leper. And, and people, what are you doing here? Don't touch me. You're unclean. We know who you are. Because it said a certain woman came. That kind of means that. But anyway, they would have known, some of them anyway, who she was. But uh, anyway, she knew who he was. And... She, he didn't say and never did say anything about, you shouldn't touch me. How dare you? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. But then he goes on to heal that little girl. And this woman, 
I don't know, the little girl's 12 years old. This woman, for 12 years, had been seeking. So all the physicians knew her. She'd spent all the money she had on that and that kind of thing. And so he was 12 years old. I, I'm not, I don't like to try to make something out of numbers, but there are 12 tribes and 12 apostles. And this woman had an issue of blood 12 years and had spent all her money on physicians. None of them could help her. So she had faith, if I can just touch his clothes, the great, greatest of all physicians, as it were. I mean, I'll be healed, and I won't even have to trouble him. I won't even have to get in the way or nothing. And, and nobody, But he knew. And right there, all of a sudden, everybody was hearing her say, here's what happened. And that's an individual. I guess what I'm trying to say, it's individual with him as it were he even though he healed he didn't just stop at towns and say all the blind people be healed all the dead raised all the sick healed and not even have to bother with it and everybody in town just wakes up healed you'd say well he could have done that well he didn't and there were a lot a lot of people that were blind or deaf or lame that weren't healed they didn't have the opportunity, didn't get to him, or maybe didn't believe in him. But even if they did, that's what this multitude, there would have been, for the dynamics of a crowd, there would have been people, well, I couldn't get close to him. <laughs> you know, in the house there where he was, couldn't even get in the door. On the road like that, there's always a crowd. Uh, you don't just everybody get out of the way for you. Uh, you, you. I couldn't even get close enough to touch him, that kind of thing. So I don't know. Uh, and one way I look at it is all the people he healed, they all died again and went back to the dust. They did. I don't mean that's the end of the story, no. But but I'm saying the miracles were miracles. They were good. And, but they were signs. They didn't fix anybody as it were. And the real, real miracle for this woman, for the girl, for Jarius for Peter for all of us is what he said when I live in you then you will live and he came to show who he was did the miracles but really the promise of the spirit is what he said that's all I come to accomplish because that is all important the rest of it is not important as it were compared to that even the kingdom ruling the earth for a thousand years that's a day it's over and then it's it's it doesn't mean it wasn't right and necessary but it's not the answer he is when i live in you then you will live that's the end of the story right there i mean as far as what needs to happen like paul said we're complete in him we have to get rid of what's not him the old nature and you do it by faith by dying to it this same kind of faith this woman has had if i can just touch his clothes I'll be healed. She knew that. You'd try to tell her, that ah, that's not going to happen. She'd say, no, I know it will. I, I know that. I know who he is. I know that will. And she did. And it did. It worked that way. But the Lord knew, and he called her out, as it were, not in a bad way, but so she could tell what he did. Just like the one man possessed. Go and tell people. So, like Peter said, have a ready answer for people when they ask you, anything about him and what you know or what he's done for you or not or what be ready to talk and tell them what happened so i this woman like that man i i'm sure the rest of 
her life. Um, oh, you hadn't heard what happened? Let me tell you. You know, it's been a couple of years, but it's just like yesterday. And so she would have been born again after the Lord left at the uh, ascension. Then 10 days, like he said, after the 40 days, then wait 10 days. So not just the people in the upper room, the 100 or so disciples. that It, it was all the people that believed in him would have by necessity been born again that day. No matter where they were at that moment, that hour, sitting at home and I think they would have known enough to know and hear and say that's when it's supposed to be, 10 days from when he left. And they weren't in the upper room, no, but they were still believers like this woman. So she would be the first to say, what he did for me, stopping the blood issue, uh, he just came into my heart and, and I received the promise of the Spirit. And now I see that's what's all important. And it Looks like when you read through here, they kind of had trouble putting that first. It was deliver us from Rome, rule the world, keep us safe and well and forgive our sins. And let's just do that. And don't worry about dying and all that. And that was not the answer. And he was called Satan for even saying that. So it's there again. You have to see it his way, what he says. And how he and put all that together and not compromise and throw out some things he said and put it all together and you will have the right picture. So I've went longer than I meant to uh, here, but um, thank you for listening to the program.